Hello, hello, healthy friends. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Healthy Life with me, Coach Ashley, and I also have Coach Alexis. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm getting ready to go on vacation, so I'm already in vacay mode. I love that. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, it's about time for us to get away just from everyday life, you know, it's it's time. Yeah, sometimes you just need a break and to just be on like autopilot, not worrying about anything, just getting up and enjoying some time off. So that's awesome. Yeah, easier said than done with kids, but it's still going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really excited to be continuing this transformative journey that we started last week. Um, Like I said, it's like this mini series, about a five part series. And um, last week we talked about your mindset shift and how to shift into something that's going to help you lead like a growth-oriented mindset. And I really, really love that episode. I thought it was a nice little change up from what we've been doing. And so I'm super excited to start doing that more with this little series. Same. I'm so excited to just dive a little bit further into this each week. Some deeper meanings, some some things that I feel like don't, not that they get overlooked, but they're just not as discussed as much as the mainstream weight loss topics. I feel like we're digging a little deeper and I, and I really think it's going to help some people. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> and this week, like I said, we're going to be continuing and I wanted to talk about, I teased a little bit last week, I want to talk about discovering your why. And I know it can be a little bit cliche, but I really want to dig further into that and help you all discover more about your actual motivation and your purpose. And I really love that word purpose. I think it has more meaning than just why, because I feel like we all have a purpose, don't we? I mean, we all, for me personally, at least my purpose is like, I want to feel needed and valued. And I think we have to have that same feeling in this whole wellness journey. And we need to have a purpose to help keep us going. And so that's exactly why we're going to be talking about that why today. So excited. (laughs) So first, I want to dive deep into the importance of your personal purpose. We really need to be able to understand and connect with our personal purpose so that we have like that driving force to help you sustain and commit to yourself, to this journey, to whatever it is, whatever your goals are. And when you have that driving force behind you, that real sense of purpose, I think it's going to bring out more motivation into your journey. Yes, for sure. And I think just realizing what it is exactly for you. um, I think I had seen, it's been years ago when I very first started my journey, but a lot of people are saying that they started their journey for other people. Um, So a couple of years ago, I was obviously a little bit younger. And I feel like uh, a lot of the people I followed were in their early 20s. And they shared that they were trying to lose weight, maybe to find a significant other or to try um, and get closer to their goal for a wedding and not really doing things necessarily for themselves, but for to please others. And I think that that's been something that's a huge takeaway for me personally, is not doing this for anybody else besides myself and making that purpose truly for me. Right. Making it truly personal. And I would have to say, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do it because of, no, I don't even want to say because. There's nothing wrong with doing it for other people as well, especially the people close to you. But I think deep down, first and foremost, it does have to be for you. I mean, the whole reason I started was kind of because of my kids, but I wanted to do it for myself so I could be there for my kids. I wanted to be healthy for me so that I was 
you know, able to just keep up with them in general, you know, um, it, you definitely have to make it all about you. And I feel like some people get caught up in the feeling selfish, feeling like we're doing, you're doing too much for yourself and not enough for the other people that are closest around you. But when it comes to this kind of health journey, I do feel like you have to make it a little bit selfish, but in the best way possible, you need to find your sole purpose in all of this to to get that drive for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's and I will say, yeah, I definitely want to clarify there was nothing wrong. Like I, I don't have children yet, but it's definitely something I think about all the time that I want to be able to mold them and be able to shape them and people they're proud of and instill those like beliefs and um just the underlying like foundation of a healthy lifestyle. And I'm definitely not saying a weight loss journey. I'm definitely saying for kids, especially a healthy lifestyle. But recognizing that you have to have some underlying purpose for yourself to get started. If it's rooted in just others, I will say I feel like it can derail kind of quickly if you're not doing it at all for yourself. So just try to take that into consideration. And like you said, there's nothing selfish about it. I know it's hard if you're balancing work and being a parent and all of those different hats, but there's nothing wrong with taking time for yourself. And we have whole podcast episodes about why you should do these things for yourself Mm -hmm. and (laughs) self-care. We do. We absolutely do. Right. And I think you're right about um, not just having that that anger for other people, because if you put all that trust, your your whole you know sole purpose and your why into other people, that kind of ties them or that person into this journey with you, maybe making them have to keep you accountable, which is nice. But at the same time, you need to be your own driving force. You know, mm-hmm. you're you are responsible for you, like I like to say. And again, there's nothing. And a little bit later, I am going to talk a little bit about that, about having that sense of community and having help from others and support and whatnot. But when it comes to just having that purpose and and your why in general, I do. I really think it has to come from within, not, not from other people. So now when it comes to personal purpose, it goes beyond just your weight loss goals. It's really about identifying those underlying reasons why you want to achieve a healthier weight or a healthier lifestyle or whatever it may be. You need to dig down on a deeper level. When you align those weight loss goals with that personal purpose, it's going to create a sense of purpose in general for you to stay committed. I mean, when you think about other aspects of your life that is affected by weight loss, we've kind of talked about before, um, like your physical health, your mental health, your... It's thundering here, guys. (laughs) If you hear anything in the background, we are having a little summer storm. But anyway, so there's other things that are affected besides weight loss, like I just said, physical and mental health and your personal growth. You really have to think about those kinds of things when you are setting your why, Not, not just about that that number on the scale or not just about that one physical aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's really important to, I hate, I don't even want to say this, but at some point, maybe there is a plateau or maybe your body is just 
not going to hit a weight because your body is not the same as it was when you were 16 years old. And so just recognizing that if you get really, really close and you love how you look, it doesn't mean like you have to absolutely go overboard to to get those last five pounds in. Uh, Recognizing that uh, progress pictures are so important and realizing that, okay, I love how I look right now. Maybe I'm not exactly where I dreamed I would be, but that's okay. And I don't know. That's just something I've been thinking a lot about lately. I follow uh, a girl on Instagram and TikTok, um, all the platforms. And she talks about how she kind of ditched that relationship with this scale because she started taking measurements and progress pictures and realizing she was a mom and she wanted to be able to do things with her kids, like go out and play and do tag and um, color with them and get in a crib with them and snuggle up and be able to do those things that her weight was holding her back from. So just trying to take those other things into account as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I know it's something that we mention a lot, but it's because it's so true. You can't just focus on that, you know, that one scale number and whatnot. Um, I, I completely agree with that. And I've and I've seen so many transformations. Instagram is probably like the biggest platform for for weight loss, at least for me. It's where it's the easiest to share things like that. And I've seen quite a few where, you know, somebody started out at whatever their starting weight was and wanted to get down to this, their goal weight. And it turns out they've only lost maybe, I say only because they had a much larger number in mind, like a hundred, you know, maybe 70 to a hundred pounds. And they quote unquote only lost around 25, but their body looks so different because they hit the gym so hard. They're a gym person. I am not. (laughs) That's just how I am. But you know, when you hit the gym like that and you are training and you are weightlifting, your body changes so dramatically even though the scale might not be, it's because of all that muscle and whatnot. So absolutely just not focusing on that number is is so important. That cannot be your one and only why you want to do this. I'll share a little fun fact. Like if you follow me on social media or go to like the meetings um, on Wednesdays, sorry, I got my words twisted up there. (laughs) uh, One of the biggest things for me, I think I was, I'm going to get my age wrong, but I want to say like 24 And I had gone to the doctor for routine blood work for my thyroid. And they said they also wanted to test some cholesterol levels as well. And I remember leaving that and my doctor said, you have high cholesterol and um, like heart disease runs in my family. So hearing that at such a young age was really, was really hard just to put it pretty honestly. And um, she said, you know, there are two things we can do. We can revisit this in six months. You can try and go on a low fat diet and see if this helps, or we can just start you on medication. And I did not want to take any more medication unless it was absolutely necessary. So that's really what drove me to start tracking everything with healthy. And in six months, I was not at my goal weight. I'm still not at my goal weight, but my numbers were down and I have not had to go on um, medication for my cholesterol. So that was a really, really huge non-scale victory, but it was also a big driving force of why I wanted to lose weight and start taking care of my body from the inside out. Yeah. And I love that. That's a good example of two different things, really. For one, not about the number on the scale, but like you said, it was a huge victory because you don't have to take the medication now. You're able to do that with just a better overall diet. And also it's a great example of maybe that could be somebody's why 
why or their overall sense of purpose is they don't want to be on medication for the rest of their life or they don't want to be on insulin or something with diabetes for the rest mm-hmm. of their life. Um, with you said heart disease and high cholesterol, my family diabetes is so strong. It's on both my mother and my father's side. All of my father's mother's siblings. So like all my grandma and aunts and uncles, every single one of them had diabetes. So I am at high risk for diabetes, but I go to the doctor routinely. And every time they say, nope, you're good, you're good. And I just, it's so good to hear that because I can't imagine, you know, if I would have stayed, continued eating the way I was before all of this, I would probably, or most definitely be at least pre-diabetic. And so that, that can be a huge driving force or a huge sense of purpose. You want to be better for not only you, but this is where the other people come in like your family. You want to live long enough. You want to be healthy for them, but you have to want to do it for you first so that you can enjoy that time with them. So let's talk about that why specifically. This is where, like I said, you're going to dig deep, dig deep into your desires, your aspirations, your dreams, and really the big, deep reasons why you want to lose the weight. Um, Self-reflection is going to become a big part of this. Uh, Self-awareness is going to be super important. Um, And when it comes to figuring that out, when you self-reflect and and you become self-aware, there's multiple things you can do to get there. Journaling is a big one, Um, but I know not all of us are journalers. Not all of us like to write. So maybe you just need to have like a good, healthy, open and honest conversation with somebody about what it is you're doing here, what it, why this is truly something that you want to do. Um, but it's going to give you that freedom to really express yourself and get it out there. And if you're anything like me, once something is kind of said out in the open or even just written down right in front of you, it makes it more real. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah, for sure. That's, I really encourage people in the meetings to bring a goal. And so we can just kind of everybody share them kind of rapid fire at the end of the meetings for that exact reason. Because I feel like when you put it out there and others hear you, you're more likely going to hold yourself accountable than if you just kind of keep it to yourself. If nobody knows, it doesn't really have to happen. So I think putting it out there is huge. And I know you and I have both talked about we started our Instagram accounts kind of for that accountability and putting it out there. So if you don't go to meetings or if you don't have family or friends you feel like you can talk to, consider making a social media account and you never even have to post your face ever. You could just post like whatever you need to to hold yourself accountable. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, social media is not for everybody and I completely understand that. So if that's not your thing to hold yourself accountable, like I said, journaling or something, but like you said, you don't you don't have to put your face out there. There's many that I follow where they're just beautiful pictures of food and, yep. and, go, and, and going on walks. I see them outside. I see pictures of their scales and their weigh-in charts and everything. And I've never, ever seen a face. You can create a brand new account with a, I don't want to say a fake name, but like a screen name that doesn't represent your personal life. It can be totally anonymous, but still a wonderful way to help hold yourself accountable. Anything that's going to work for you is, well, it's what's going to work for you, whatever you're comfortable with. And really like one of I wanted to one of the things I wanted to say was most importantly is keeping that why at the forefront of your mind all the time, especially if you're going through challenges or you're having a setback. Keeping your why always right there in your mind, it's going to help keep you focused. It's going to help keep you committed. And it's really going to become that anchor that helps keep you there and on track and even kind of resilient. So now that we've helped uncover your true purpose and your why, what about actually putting those into action? Because it's kind of easy to say, yes, this is what I want to do. 
Um, this is my why. This is these are my goals. You know, it's super easy. Well, sometimes it's super easy to lay that out, saying this is what I want. These are my goals. Blah blah blah. But what about actually putting those into action? Putting or actually aligning those actions with your purpose is what's going to be key. So you need to set, you know, attainable and measurable goals here. Yes. So, oh, I, I'm going to butcher it, but it talks about like, um, I've read so many articles and Healthy has talked about the SMART goals um, and that stands for something, but I know like the M is measurable and attainable. I know what you mean. I know. I'm sorry, yes, guys. So- I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to look it up, it's called SMART. And um, it just it's an acronym. Each letter stands for something. And it's a really great way if you don't have those goals in mind right this moment, then to go ahead and check that out and figure out how you can set goals that you are going to be able to achieve and that are true to you and your journey. I think that's probably one of the most important things. If you're trying to lose 50 pounds, you know, you don't want to try and do it super, super fast. You want to be able to still enjoy life like we talk about so often. But um, just being able to stay motivated and figuring out what that looks like for you and your journey. I know for me personally, I can't lose super fast. That's just not true to my body. And so I try and set something that's more realistic so I can stay in this for the long run. And I would encourage you all to do the same. And I'm going to kind of like, if it's okay, just jump a little bit ahead about vision boards and those visual reminders. Um, Again, if you write it down or you say it out loud, it feels like it's out there and people have heard it and maybe you'll stick to it more if if it's been put into the universe. But I personally try and make like a little thing in my phone notes. It's nothing fancy. It doesn't have stickers. It's very plain, (laughs) but I have just set goals of where I want to be each month. And I try and align those two with the holidays and think about what that looks like. If I just have a maintain that week, then I'm totally okay with it because maybe I enjoyed a week of visiting family over Thanksgiving. So just trying to be clear and concise about what your goals are and the timeline and how you can stay committed to those. Absolutely. I like that. And I think, didn't you in our healthy member meeting support group, I think a lot of people were sharing some vision boards and stuff. And so if you're comfortable with that, you know, whether you make it on your phone or you make it physically, or even if it's just simple in a notebook, um, if you're not comfortable with sharing everything else about your journey, maybe just putting your visions out there, wherever it may be, whether it's on the healthy app or in the Facebook group or just somewhere over on Instagram, or you text it to a friend, text it to your mom or, you know, whoever it may be, <laughs> just getting that out there too, I think just makes it that much more real for you. And then that gives other people a chance to kind of be your cheerleader too, um, because we all need that too. (laughs) Yeah. And being, I would say just being vulnerable and being transparent and okay with sharing those weeks whenever the scale is up a little bit, because it's inevitable, it's going to happen. And so just like when you want those cheerleaders to say like, congratulations, you lost a pound this week. I feel like it's equally, if not more important to also have that support of people to kind of pick you up and encourage you to keep going if you do see a gain on the scale that week. Absolutely. We, we love getting that positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Now, when I'm talking about setting these goals, these measurable goals and, and putting your purpose and your why into action, I wanted to be sure to mention that I don't just mean setting a weight loss goal or a target weight. I actually mean like 
setting those intentions to match your goals so that they really align. What you're going to have to do is make an action, an actionable plan. So like what I mean is you want to lose this amount of weight. Say you want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, great. How are you going to do that? What specifically are you going to do to help yourself get there? You've got to break these steps into those smaller, more manageable goals for yourself so that you're not so overwhelmed. Okay. So talking just more about measurable goals. And again, I think it's so important. Like I said, I put that in my notes of where I want to be at specific times in my life and specific months. I set a reasonable goal for that month and just breaking it down into smaller, more manageable goals makes it feel like it's not such a huge um, challenge. Like, you know, in the back of your mind, you have 50 pounds to lose, but if you only see the big number, instead of breaking that down into maybe 10 smaller goals of five pounds, for me, once I can hit one mini goal, it's like, okay, I can bounce into the next one and just keep doing that until I hit the 50 pounds. And that's a very specific number because um, I know Ashley just used used that as an example, but that's actually my exact goal is to say I've lost 50 pounds. (laughs) So (laughs) this one really really um, is true for me. Like I know that I have to break that down into smaller amounts. Otherwise I would feel extremely overwhelmed and like I would never hit that number overall. Absolutely. Yeah. You can break it down into anything that seems, you know, measurable or attainable for you. You can say, you know, if you have around 50, you want to lose, say, okay, I want to lose five pounds, 10 times or 10 pounds, five times, you know, or whatever it is, or measure it by two pounds each, whatever it's going to be that seems the most attainable for you and also sustainable. And along with that, not just breaking down those goals and like setting those measurable goals, but again, like you have to really dive deep into how you are going to be do that, doing that. What does that look like for you? Um, so again, with like the vision board or just in your notes, just get, you know, do an old school, get out a piece of pen and paper, just write these things down. Like, okay, I'm going to start, first of all, just say cutting out all sodas if you haven't done that. And then, you know, I'm going to start working on my dinners because my dinners seem to be really high fat and high calories. So I'm going to start working on those next. When So when I say writing these out and making these actual plans, I truly mean what specifically are you going to do to help make this go along with your why and your purpose and get you to that goal that you want? I know we say this so often, but it really is like the small things add up to big progress over time. So like you said, taking it, just dissecting your journey one little piece at a time and slowly building on those. I love that you said, how am I going to get there? Because I feel like our why is talked about more often than not in the weight loss community. So finally, I want to talk about embracing your why. If you want to have that lasting transformation, you really have to embrace the reasons like behind your purpose. And you want to use that to propel yourself through this kind of. Um, Remember that whole mindset shift episode we just had last week? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start bringing those Mm -hmm. up, bringing up those past episodes that we had. But that whole mindset shift episode, use that to your advantage when you're thinking about your true personal purpose and creating that actionable plan. Because I want you guys to remember that it's not a one-time deal and embracing why you're really doing it is going to be an ongoing process. This is not going to be something that you think about and then it's just kind of done and over with. It's going to be something that you are going to continue using. So to keep yourself 
yourself going, you're going to need motivation. And that's just how it is. Maybe you need to visually see this like on a vision board, like Alexis, you talked about a little bit ago, um, but integrating it into your personal purpose and taking that into your everyday, your daily life, it's going to serve as a constant reminder of your why, but also how you're going to do this. Also, like you just said, Alexis, why and how I want to start that as a new thing now, not just your why, but also your how. Let's make that like a little, a double thing. They go hand in hand. <laughs> so once you commit and implement this stuff into your life, it's going to become a habit. And just a little hint here, that's going to be our next week episode, um, cultivating healthy habits. And I just love how this is tying into each other. But yeah, like I said, it's going to become a habit. And then it's those daily rituals that you don't even have to think about doing. It's going to be so perfect. And once those habits are established, but also aligned with those goals, you've just created a solid foundation for that lasting transformation. And I think that is going to be the key to this whole, really this whole series is taking all of these, each of these key factors, implementing them all together. And you literally do have a solid foundation of this whole transformation of your journey. So as we wrap up this episode on discovering your why, I want you all to remember your true purposes and values. Align those with your weight loss efforts and you'll see that your commitment and motivation is there to stay. Your why is your fuel, so use it to your advantage. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and stick around next week. Like I said, we're gonna be talking about cultivating healthy habits to build a healthy lifestyle. And again, that's gonna tie into this episode as well as the past episode. And call me a nerd, but I'm just super excited about all this. I love it so much. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye everyone. Bye.